0: no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
1: I'm Allie I came out after 20 years of marriage and I have three kids
2: I'm Melissa and I have two kids and I came out at 37 after an 11 year marriage this podcast is about coming out later and the struggles and victories that come with it when coming out feels like the end of the world but it's really just the beginning This is the Lesbian Chronicles. Hey, good to see you. (laughs) <laughs> it is great to see you too. And yeah, we're kind of trying to guide back into life, it feels like, with you're homeschooling your kids. Oh my right? god. And we're and trying I've to got do it all. in school. We're just pretending like there still isn't a pandemic happening. It's like lunacy at our house. <laughs> and
1: she said she was gonna do it. And so anytime if they even get near me, I'm like, I thought you were doing it. Like oh why? God. <laughs> like <laughs> during the day, like <laughs> oh my god. Because I'm trying to work and I'm like, this is not working. But it is working. She's like crushing it down there. And okay. I say down there they're like in the basement it's awful
2: kick them down to the basement i know and actually i do
1: go down there i'm like can you ever like escape like try to escape is she down there
2: with them the whole time she's i mean there's
1: windows it's like a walkout basement but she's down there most of the time because they have different zoom times they have different everything she's got to be down there really
2: tough it sucks And is there any chance that they're going back in person? I mean,
1: they're, they're saying don't even count on October. Our school is like way into the COVID thing. Should be. Right. It's justified.
2: Right. It's totally justified. (laughs) Like Cherokee County here in Georgia, they've had like numerous cases since they went back and apparently they didn't give any kind of like options to parents really. Or or from the person that I talked to, they said it was really confusing as to like what your choice was. Right. And they didn't give them a lot of time to make a choice. Right. So.
1: And I think too, like they, even if they're, home like if they're doing it at home if I didn't have her there's no way I could do this yeah I mean, because it's like they're knocking off like today she came up she's like he was supposed to be in class till noon and the teacher ended it at 1115. Wow. So Maria's like I have 45 minute block right now. Of course you saw my Insta post. Well, I'm I like did. I got a great idea for you guys. Uh yeah
2: <laughs> Allie has her kids doing landscaping now. Um
1: oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg it's you have no landscaping idea.
2: 101 as part of their homeschool program. We also have this like new product we ordered
1: called beeswax that's, like, a really great, like, it's, like, Pledge on steroids. Did so it's, Pledge um,
2: need to be on steroids? Yeah. What was it wrong does. to begin with? Well, let me
1: tell you, for one thing, it's, like, all natural. But it also, like, it does make your furniture look so good that it's, like, exciting. And um, so I also, like, got two That's bottles. Exciting. Got two um, bottles. We need to
2: reevaluate them. what exciting <laughs> means in your life. I'm sorry. I literally will be, like, <laughs> give him, get them to do the beeswax. You know what you should like, do is put it on your hardwood floors. Ooh. I, we slid all over like an ice skating rink. I heard. Months, yeah. And it was so are you trying to kill me? Not good. <laughs> Learn that lesson. No, so yeah,
1: we're just home doing it and we're not what we're not doing is working out. Oh. Like I don't know if you're finding like there's just no real reason anymore.
2: I like, felt like that. For a while. So when it, when it all started, my gym was offering classes on Zoom. Okay. Which I was super into at first. I was like, yeah. this is great. I can interact with my coach and right. you know, he's watching what I'm doing. And they even let us borrow equipment. Wow. And then I happened to have like some dumbbells of my own and I got like the last set of twenties at Target. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like really excited and into it, but then I got really bored. I stopped logging on to the live classes. And I was like, I'll just do it later. Like, cause they would post them on YouTube and I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I didn't work out for, like, right. I think a month and a half, two months. But I just started going back in person. That helps. Which, I, Yeah, right, 100%. And I was, like, really apprehensive about doing that. You right. know, that sounds really risky. A gym, like, people are touching everything. Right. But do they mask in the gym? They don't mask, but they have it divided. So it's a CrossFit. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, there's multiple people in there at any time anyway. It's not, like, a ton of equipment. And they have it boxed off, like, you have six a six by six box perfect to work out in yeah and you have your own towel to wipe everything down and then they also have like a little can of like spray it's like you know like the bug spray yeah. you pump the top and they go around and like fumigate like between classes yeah so, i feel
1: it's probably cleaner than anywhere you yeah go. yeah and
2: they've been open since may um and they've only had one case Okay. And that was in the kids' classes.
1: Right. I don't know how to get back. I mean, I'm running, but it's like... It's like I, you run
2: all the time. I, think I do that. Okay.
1: But I'm, it's not like my... I don't know. We both just kind of feel like I can't believe how we're, like, not disciplined anymore. Were you going into the gym before? I mean, I'm not a hardcore, like, gym person, but I would lift weights. We did buy a pull-up bar recently that we're going to try to... Like, pull-ups for me, I can't do them. Oh. But, like, with assistance, or maybe I could do one. But we're gonna try to like. I feel like that's
2: when my arms look the best is mm-hmm. when I did pull ups. I wouldn't uh, beat yourself up about it too much. I, know. I think every. I'm like I have the COVID 15. I think maybe not 15, but at least 10. Right. I'm like I haven't been eating well. I keep I, making myself wear my jeans because I'm like I want to make sure that I'm not like
1: completely
2: out of control. Yeah. I think everyone's so. falling off the wagon at this point.
1: Well, let's get into it. What are we
2: talking about? Okay,
1: so we have a couple things I want to talk about today. One being lifeboats, which I don't know if people are familiar with what that is. And then the other one is just like when you come out, who you think you're going to be interested in. And who you are, who you end up being interested what's in. What's your
2: type? Yeah, what's your type? That is a really good one. Let's first explain what a lifeboat is. This is a term that I... We learned I, in therapy. I, did you? I heard it from my um, high school ex-boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I just learned it in therapy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. So he explained it to me that it was like, you're in a relationship, but you don't ever feel like totally stable in that yep. relationship. So you... Talk to other people and, like, maintain relationships that could potentially develop into a romantic relationship. Right. And those people are your lifeboats. Right. So and you're surrounding like people, yourself with you got people it. that...
1: Backup plans. Backup plans. Yeah. Backup plans are lifeboats. And it's just and subtle things. And sometimes it's harmless. It's subtle things, like you said. And kind of, like... The thing we were talking about, we won't mention, but that particular thing, I was thinking it would make me feel very threatened if my partner was maintaining that friendship. Maintaining lifeboats. Maintaining on the side. lifeboats, people mm-hmm. that maybe she was interested in at one point, even if she could justify it with, oh, I was just kidding. Or I sent her that photo because I was totally joking around, or I just um, wanted to say, hi, I saw this hat that reminded me of her. Or
2: like sending a link to someone. Sending
1: a link, even maintaining any of that to me. It's you're lying to yourself if you think you're doing it just because you want them to see the link or, you know, you're maintaining that relationship as a potential. You don't want to cut it off completely because what if I need you? What if Mm -hmm. this doesn't work out?
2: Yeah. But it's, it just boils down to that insecurity in a relationship, you know, and how you feel and worrying if, as to whether or not it's going to pan out and
1: at the beginning you don't really know but then even i know people that are in long-term relationships that still like
2: do this kind of shady lifeboat shit yeah and like i see it it's not to say that everyone that you send something to is a lifeboat though. no but you know if they are you
1: know what i mean you, you know the person sending the oh keeping I, up I thought the you relationship meant like the knows.
2: recipient knows no Okay.
1: You know, I know who my real girlfriends are. Yeah. I know I can send you anything, unless mm-hmm. as a girlfriend. Yeah. These are these are safe women for me. Right. Nobody's hitting on me. I'm not hitting on anyone. Mm-hmm. There are women in my circle that aren't safe women for me. Yeah. If I was to send them something or like reach out, they would be kind of thinking, "Wow, I wonder if Ali's single now or what is happening." Yeah. And you know who those people are. If mm-hmm. you don't, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And your partner. Yeah. So it's like that to me is um, something that happens a lot in this. It seems like in this.
2: Well, I think it happens in straight relationships a lot too. Yeah. But maybe Um, even
1: just in the initial phases of coming out when you're kind of insecure and you don't know what you, maybe you don't even know what you want
2: yet. Well, and I think that kind of links into the other topic of like, what's your type and you don't know. No, And you know, you're dating, especially early on with coming out, you're dating and trying to navigate what you like and what you Want. and um, I I
1: do like I was Milena I'll never forget she was like where are the wine drinking femme girls like that's what I want and yeah. they're not they don't exist I can't meet them and then like as time progressed look who she ended up with
2: yeah so it is like you Six
1: kind of drinking anymore <laughs> <laughs> she might be but she's definitely not the person that Milena described
2: I think Milena was picturing um like a Suburban housewife. She was picturing kind of like, yeah, or maybe like bet on the L word. But I hear a lot of people say that. Yeah. You know, like initial coming out, they're like, man, I was really attracted to, you know, this really femme woman. And now like they're, they're shifting to wanting other women. But I think a big reason for that is it's the same reason why we. Live the life that we did. Right. You know, we were following the norms. The hetero norm. The hetero norm. And then to look at like what is normally presented attractive. as attractive. Right. It's that femme woman. Right. The woman that's wearing a dress and heels earrings. Right. Has long hair. And so I think when you are initially kind of accepting that you're into women, that's what you're drawn to. And that's what I was drawn to. Initially. Right. Same. I wanted a woman that wore heels and dresses and makeup and all that. And now I'm like, I'm a lot more flexible in my type. And it's not because
1: you're giving up. It's because you really have opened your mind to these people are also really attractive. Yeah. Like for me too, I was that, I wore heels. I got my nails done. I was more femme then than I am now. But like, there's almost like something within me now when I see a very femme, lesbian or or straight, straight girl and gen, straight woman I don't, I'm almost like not attracted to that anymore because it feels like I worry. I don't, this is not, this is going to sound like a judgment, but it isn't. There's something about a woman trying really hard to be beautiful. That's like not attractive to me. Yeah. There's something way cooler to me. I'm attracted to the girl who's like not caring about her makeup. She mm-hmm. looks super natural. She's like, I'm, I'm finding myself to find that super appealing. Cause there's something so cool about someone that's not wearing heels, even though I wear heels. Yeah. But it's almost like I'm doing it because I care how I present. Maybe. I don't know. I can't explain it. But there's something attractive about not putting yourself in pain and heels. I mean. Because you don't care what people think. But what did you like initially? Femme. But it's like as time, the woman that my catalyst who like shook me was not femme at all. So it's interesting like i think i would have fought femme for sure mm-hmm. but now that doesn't really attract me anymore
2: i feel like it's it's one extreme or another it's either right. initially you're attracted to femme or like really super tomboy androgynous but when you say like our circle you me Alyssa, maria
1: we're androgynous and i would consider we're leaning femme but i wouldn't say any of us are super
2: femme now yeah but like when i was straight yeah i was pretty femme it's true like, I would wear dresses lipstick. a lot and lipstick Same. and heels. Like, if I was going to work, you know, 90% of the time I was wearing heels. That kind of started to fade away as I started to accept myself more. But even if I was going back into the newsroom right now, I'd most days I would wear heels. Right. Still.
1: I know. If I ever get to go out again, maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of <laughs> miss that aspect, too.
2: And I like it, you know, like we were talking earlier though, it's like sometimes you can tell women are just not comfortable in heels, like they, they look funny. Yeah. I think it's really sexy when a woman can rock them and not look awkward. (laughs) I agree. But then when they, if it's like a butch kind of girl and then she puts on heels,
1: it's kind of like the strap on for me. It's like, it's just, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Those those are two different, um, are the same thing. Vastly different. I'm not sure I want to see that. (laughs) Those are. That's how I equate okay. it. Understandable, but but um, I don't know that I can think of a time that I saw a woman who's super butch wearing heels. But like, but, I but, but seen then it.
2: take that butch woman and put her in what she feels comfortable in, and she's gonna look hot as fuck.
1: Right, Tevas and cargo so, shorts. Right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
2: kidding. I'm kidding.
1: What if that's what she's comfortable in? Oh, maybe. I know. I don't. I don't own any Tevas. Or what was the other shoe you
2: said? waterproof that Chaca, all it. chacos it's pretty lesbian fair yeah, i think so yeah right uh, and crocs and cro- oh god does that happen <laughs> and like there's a But big... what if you are camping is then the chacos okay i don't understand how those are good though
1: but like, like if, if i'm if getting camping, in and out of the water feet
2: getting dirty i don't know enough about that, i want my feet I... to be covered if i'm hiking or like in the woods
1: what about you're in the lake? You're kind of in the rocks. Um, I don't know. I would say Maria probably has shoes like that for that
2: purpose. Yeah. Like I also don't something? go getting lakes and rivers that often.
1: No, neither do I. You don't need shoes, you don't need apparel. Just I do uh, It's like once every two years, you <laughs> right, know.
2: I'm right. just not a dark water person. No, I don't know if I am either. Um, truly, really especially like at a pool. the bank.
1: Lakes, and rivers, you know, by the shores. Are, like, there's skiing. snakes?
2: Creeps me out.
1: You just got to get out a little bit further than the actual. In, like the shoreline. way that
2: it feels on your feet. Ugh.
1: Yeah, that's when you need the chacos. I've okay. <laughs> never thought about this. Too Fair much? Enough.
2: Okay, so you're not attracted to that to that uh, situation. No, unless it is a scenario where you should be wearing. yes right. I'll, I'll give it a pass. It's like there's just certain things that I don't think are that attractive. Because that's um, your taste. Because that's my taste. But to me, too, like, confidence
1: is so hot
2: to me. Like, if
1: somebody's super confident and this is their vibe, then I could see where that would be okay. Absolutely.
2: And yeah. I, I totally agree with that because I feel like that for me is the most attractive thing about a person right. is their confidence and their personality. Right. right. And if you have a big, confident, happy personality, mm-hmm. laughing. You can laugh at yourself. That's what sells me.
1: I think you do tend to like the life of the party yeah, more than I do. I don't want the life of the party. Like that doesn't interest me. I I want someone who's engaging. Like that is attractive to you.
2: Yeah. yeah. I want someone who can match me at, an, at a party. Right. Like wow. someone that's like kind of, you know, falling back in the distance a and wallflower. that I have to worry about. Right, right, right. No, that's stressful. Because then I'm going to check on them. Yeah. I have dated someone like that. I know. And I'm like, I think that's Speaks a lot, though, about, like, how you kind of do change over time as to what you're attracted to. Because, yes, now I wouldn't necessarily want to date someone who's super femme. I could go really across the board.
1: I haven't known you to date someone super masculine, but maybe it just hasn't been there. I just haven't met them. But, I mean, same for you, like that you've dated haven't been like masculine. No, I think everyone's been pretty androgynous, which is now I would say my type. Like I kind of like a girl who can be in sweatpants, chilling, looking hot, and then also get ready and go out and put yeah. makeup on pretty.
2: But also it's like the definition of masculine is so all over the place. Like people right. I had someone tell me that I was masculine and I still just am kind of mind blown. That's her version of it. Right. You know?
1: And it's different times a day. I mean, that lady in group who told me, just like, I knew right when you walked in, like, you've got this masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember thinking, really? Like, I, I, I didn't feel that way, especially at that point in my life. Um, I wasn't offended, but I kind of was just like, it caught me off guard. And she said it in front of everybody sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of surprised me. Yeah. But there are different times that I do feel more boyish than other times.
2: Also, the style aspect. I think if someone is dressed well and has thoughtfully put together their outfit, and yeah. I think that's really attractive. Like, right. you could be really masculine. If you look like you're very put together, right. I'm going to find that attractive. And we've also talked about how our own style system is- changed right it's so true but is that COVID it's also like now it's all
1: blurring like is it COVID or is it like COVID I'm not going out like where would I wear my heels even
2: like a year ago I remember and we'd only known each other what like a little over a year at that point right and coming to your house and you had on like a big oversized flannel shirt and like a trucker hat and i'm like you would have we were never ta- no. worn that degree but we were
1: taping alone <laughs> we think were about, taping alone think about what i was you... wearing at the mimosa party i okay. had high heels on yes a silk shirt yes. tucked into skinny jeans mm-hmm doesn't get any more femme than that. That's true.
2: But would you have worn the flannel shirt and all that stuff when you were... With just you coming over? Like back in your straight days. I mean, I owned it. You did? You were so gay? I bought the flannel
1: shirt (laughs) right here. I bought for a music festival. And actually, this is like bringing back I Am So Gay. Because that I bought it for Austin City Limits to wear, like to put on at night. Like if Uh I got cold, and now I'm obsessed with this flannel. But even I remember going to that music festival thinking, I hope... And I went with a group of straight girls... But thinking, I hope there are, like, gay opportunities here. <laughs> I wouldn't have, like, made out with anybody, but I would have been
2: interested. Mm-hmm. Well, that would have drawn them right in. i surprised right. you didn't have any success. Right. I did not have any success. That's, like, the kind of flannel shirt I wanted in the 90s when yeah. that was, like, all the rage. And the I grunge. literally, I could not find anything good when I was, like, that age like, it was so hard to find right. a good flannel shirt. You're going to tell you where to go? Do you well, still, do you need I'm one I'm talking now? about in 93. No, but I'm <laughs> saying,
1: if you want a flannel shirt, there are some really cute ones on Little Five Points. Oh, really? That are kind
2: of, like, still can be girly. hmm I don't know. Like, I think I like flannel. I do, too. Man, yeah, I'm so jealous of, like, kids today. I know, They, right? they have all these, like, clothing options. I know. That I had, had nothing. I used to go to Little Five, like, Junkman's Daughter. Yeah. When I was that age, like 13, 14, like looking for like band t-shirts. That's where my daughter does all her shopping. Man. Yeah. And it was like a hard find. I know. Well, not anymore. And even like what's
1: funny is they thrift, like these kids, this generation of kids, they love to like go to thrift stores and find like vintage stuff. So now that's caught on. So even like the thrift stores in Little Five, they're expensive. Yeah, it's like the jeans are over $100. They're not like, and the vintage,
2: vintage is now
1: 90s. Right, right, right. It's like, it's it's like our stuff. Right I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who was it? was Alyssa that posted Macaulay Culkin just turned oh, 40. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, geez. Oh, my he God. She posted it and said,
2: you want to feel old? I know. Exactly. <laughs> I'm 40. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, that's like crazy. It is that I had a crush on him really
1: yeah he seemed young to me oh because I'm older than you but your 40th is creeping up it is
2: creeping up how do you feel about that I feel good about it because I don't feel 40 what did you picture your life would be like do you think right now you know that's weird to think about because I I think I had this picture in my head my whole life that I was just gonna be married with kids yeah blah blah blah. right I think it looks way better than I could have imagined yeah actually How about post coming out, what would you have thought? You'd be dating? I I think I thought I would be settled in a relationship already. Okay. Obviously not. No. Which is okay. Totally. And this kind of goes back to what we've talked about before of like you know, pinpointing that finding someone, you know, is your success story and coming out. Mm -mm. And it's like, that's not. No, it's, it's not at all. You know, I've done so many more things than I would have ever done. Right. So to look at myself turning 40 and being like, all right, like I own a home. I'm working at CNN, I'm doing all these things, doing this podcast, right. doing stand-up comedy for the first right. time, like, all that stuff. Like, that to me is really fucking That's
1: good. living. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do. And I think your dating is how you're going to figure out what you even want. Mm-hmm. It's like the touch points we talk exactly.
2: about. Exactly. And I'm so, having fun. Like, I'm, right. I'm still dating the person that I have been seeing, you know? Right. And we're having a great time together. No, I think that's there, and
1: it's a great way to look at it. Because mm-hmm. it is true. Like, that it does open up so many other doors when you come out. The things that were shut down weren't things I ever really, when I look back, they weren't things I even needed or cared about. And I don't ever feel like, too, I don't feel like anything was shut down without, it was almost me choosing it. Yeah. It wasn't like I lost things that I didn't want to lose, you know? Well, and it's like
2: you can miss things about your old life. For sure. But, like, when I think about, like, the day-to-day things, I'm, I'm good with, like, not going to these fake Cookouts, acting like I care about what improvements people are making to their house. Right, right. Or so. just,
1: yeah, what vacation or what. No, I hear that. I've gotten like a very good friend of mine who I grew up with who, um, I mean, she loves me dearly, doesn't care about any of this stuff. But she did, you know, she was privy to my past life through that whole time period. And then now is coming this weekend and we've just moved to my house, our new house. And it is like, I always wonder does it cross her mind? I, I don't think it, she would, she doesn't look at it like a financial thing, but it has ever crossed her mind that, like, how I lived back then and how I'm living now, not really about the house size or the, now I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about what a strange difference it is, mm-hmm. you know? I mean go, from
2: going from being married to this, a man? Just this, like, stay at
1: home mom with and, three kids, yeah, living in Buckhead, working. you're just, like, going through the motions or to, like, see my life in the city, in this bungalow mm-hmm. with a woman, with now there's four kids. It's just, like, to me, that must be such an interesting observation. Yeah. Of like, wow wow, this person's life is completely different
2: than it was three years ago. But I definitely think that there's something to like be envied about that.
1: Yeah, she has said that before. Because it is
2: like, you know, you're doing what you want. And not what's expected.
1: It's true. Do you ever think about that? Like when people see you,
2: it's like a very, it's almost, you're not the same. Oh, because you're not. No. And that, I think that's one reason why I'm like, am in the suburbs and stuff. I'm, I don't feel like I relate to those people. As no. Much. And it, I guess I, I forced feel related to them. Right. Before.
1: And you're a good engager. So it's like, you're going to, you can put me anywhere and I'll engage. I may not have fun,
2: but I'm going to be able but to I'll do pretend. it. I can do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't put on that happy face. Exactly. My ha- happy suburban mom face. Exactly. <laughs>
1: I'm still, though, like, it's funny. If people have to come over or, like, pick up their kids or drop them off, I still am like, ugh. Please, yeah. will you go do it? Like, don't make me have to do this yeah. with these people for 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm the same way. Right. And I don't know why, because it's like, it's
2: just a few minutes.
1: It never is, though. People have a tendency to, like, come in our foyer and stand there for, like, 20 to 30 minutes. Like, I'm not good at cutting it off. That's Maybe what I need to get better
2: at. You need to learn some, like, key phrases to say. <laughs> like, okay! To boot people from your house. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> We're done That's here. A wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. See you later. Exactly open the door. That, that is one thing though. Some people don't read body cues very yeah. well and you only like start shifting towards the door. Like you're going to yeah. open it and they keep right. talking and it's right. like, ah, no, like, how many more times can I motion? Like I'm so going to turn the here door. We <laughs> here we go. we go.
1: Or like the moms who walk their kids in. Oh. Like I'm always like, get out of here. Yeah. Like they can walk the 10 feet to I'm, my door. You don't need to walk them up. Yeah. I see you. You see me
2: move along. Yeah. Like I'll walk the kid to the door. I don't Walk inside the home. No, and I but do. then when I'm picking them up, they're always like, "Come inside." No. You know what I do though? I leave um, one of the kids in the car. That's so what I'm I do. Like, Sorry. Leave that shit in the running. Car. Gotta go. Can't leave them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna get arrested for leaving the kid in the
1: car. Right. Yeah. No. I never walk them up. I'm like, "Go, go, go."
2: <laughs> Allie's peeling out of the driveway. Exactly.
1: Get out of here. But I appreciate so much the parents that do that. Like I know them. They know me. Like nod to them oh yeah like thank you for not coming in
2: I'm also really bad at returning the favor of having kids come play at my house really I don't think I've had a kid play at my house oh man oh man you, we Since talked bad about you behind back. let me tell you something you
1: have to do it and people that don't do that it's like my shit list really yeah but uh, but I guess, too, at the same time, I also don't like to drive my kids places, you know, so it is nice not to have to Tom take Tom has kids over
2: to his house, so there doesn't that count? And no, totally counts. So, yeah, yeah, I can just count that.
1: No, Chris says that all the time. He's like, I did you such a solid. I had so-and-so here for eight hours yesterday. Oh I'm like, awesome. God. Eight
2: hours. Yeah. Oh, God, I would lose it. it I, or like I'm hard. on a shit list of the suburb moms. You won't be if he's doing it. It's true. Yeah. And he's all about it. It helps him in some ways. I think so. Definitely like the life of the party. He's even more so. He wants to talk to strangers like all the time. Okay, wow. Yeah. He met my neighbors in my new neighborhood before I met them. Oh, that's so funny. So. Oh my God. Because I'm like going in the house, like keeping my head down. I, I saw him pull up to like drop off the kids and I like walked outside because i was like what's taking so long right and he's talking to my freaking neighbor did you do your gay stalking that i do in my neighborhood yeah how do i do that i mean just look around try to suss out well i did see one woman that definitely looked gay but i haven't seen her since okay but you know the thing is i wanted to like put like a pride flag or something out but i can't put anything i can can only put an american flag what yeah oh my god what if you did it our neighbors have it in their window I might
1: try like, that. Yeah, yeah. Like facing like out. A, I don't think <laughs> in this climate nobody's saying anything. If they said something they'd be so scared of getting in trouble. We need to You got to put it out there cuz you might have someone trying to suss out the gay on you. Everyone knows at this point. Confirm it with the flag. <laughs> when we were moving in, I you know, I know you know about my neighbors, but I also would like if we even saw there's gay flags up and down our street. That we would be like, oh, there's not, like, we were so excited about yeah. any of the gay people. But so. you guys don't have an HOA. I know we don't have an HOA.
2: Rob you blind and not let you put a flag <laughs> in your yard. <laughs> you can just do, or do you, do you have a sticker on your car? No. Okay, I don't either. Um, I'm not a sticker on the car fan. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not in high school. Okay. No offense to anyone who has stickers on the car. Because I actually, that was one thing we talked about in group. Do you remember this, like, forever yeah. ago? Yeah, how do you let people know how you're gay? How do you day? let people know you're gay? Right. And Milena was like, trying to figure that out and I think I even told her I was like put an HRC sticker on your car I have stickers on my water bottle
1: it is that like that I remember feeling that way even like when I first came out I wanted people to know like I would go to the gym I might wear a gay
2: hat Mm -hmm. so I get that like how else can you yeah it's an easy way to meet people but I've yet to have like wearing gay stuff I've yet to have anyone walk up to me and be like hey you gay.
1: They won't necessarily do that, but I think they'll give you, like, we think about how, like, we invite our neighbors for dinner. Uh, We like them, but we invite them because they're gay. Yeah. Like, we aren't inviting the straight couple next door. Yeah.
2: I mean, there was, I had um, my Braves pride hat on at the gym, and this woman who's clearly gay was like, oh, I like your hat. See? And I was like, thank you. And I wanted to be like, I'm gay, too. Yeah, she knows. (laughs) But.
1: Okay, because she didn't ask any further questions. Like you questions. thought I was a group, right? <laughs> so it's funny. like how
2: sweet they're here to support a friend. I wonder who their friend is. Exactly. God, it's like the stories you tell yourself inside your head are hilarious. I know. I would love to go back.
1: Like I think about those days in group, and like that it's such a precious time. Really, yeah. Like to hear us talking back then would mm-hmm. have been kind of funny, really.
2: I know. I would. I want to go back again.
1: And Do you ever say like this is another? I said to Maria the other day, I'm like, if somebody would have told me. In those initial meetings when I was so scared and, like, stressed, if somebody would have told me, fast forward three years, here's what it's going to look like, I would have been so happy. Like, and just, like, more relaxed about it. Yeah. You know? Because there were so many unknowns at that point. None of us were divorced yet. There were so many still scary things
2: happening. It and It turned out okay for I think everybody. That's really true. Because I think that's a big thing that people struggle with is the unknown. Yeah. You know? It's just like, what's going to happen? I mean, I still feel that way. Yeah. But yeah, to compare how I felt then and being terrified, if I could right. look and see and be like, oh, you're actually doing pretty good.
1: Right. And just like your anxiety lessons like through time, I'm still not... I mean, I'm my relationship is still relatively new. I wouldn't say I go to bed every night just feeling completely safe that this going to be i hope it'll be forever mm-hmm. but it's like it's still new you know and i think you give up that safety of all those years of marriage and it i'm getting better and better and better but it's like it does take time but like how anxious i was in those original meetings it's yeah. like i'm a oh. i'm a totally different person yeah. now
2: that was such a heavy freaking time yeah
1: and like you want to tell these people when i look by and large at all of us Everybody landed on their feet. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I can't think of anyone who didn't, like, get to the other side in a better place. Yeah.
2: So don't be so scared and
1: just Don't come be on scared. Out. Just jump <laughs> off the cliff. It's that easy. <laughs> right. It's not easy. It's horrible. <laughs> but I'm saying that it does turn out well for many people
2: if you get the tools that you need. I think that's key too. taking the time to accept it too because if you do just jump off the cliff and not do the prep work you're gonna it's gonna kick you in the ass later. And
1: like we've talked about but not settling in because you're so desperate not to be alone because you've been with someone so long that you just settle in and end up unhappy for years. Like I think you have to also get clear on what what you want and like, what is it going to look like? You blew up everything now rebuild it amazingly.
2: I think that's a good little exercise to do for people who haven't come out yet is to write down what they want it to look like. And then that'd be fun to look back on. Right. I wish I had done that.
1: I know I didn't do that, but I did verbalize and I, I, I feel like it's it got manifested. Yeah. Vision boards.
2: Vision Vision boards. boards. We never did do our vision (laughs) boards. I know. We should do it again. We we talked about doing it. We should do it
1: now that we're like on the other side for like the future. I guess I did it
2: on Pinterest, but we were talking about doing it like old school, like teenage girl style. Right. Like cutting stuff out of magazines.
1: I mean, I'm telling you, I said to Maria Tolcher within three weeks of us dating that I'm like, I'm, this is how cheesy we were. Like, I can't believe she didn't like totally bail on me. But I was like, I want to marry a woman. I want to live in this bungalow in Atlanta. I want to have a front porch swing and I want to like sit out on the porch swing, the kids playing. And like, that is what has played out. Like, it's like interesting to me that kind of do start to manifest exactly what you want. Just have magical powers. Maybe. And we
2: need to just get you to say things aloud <laughs> that we want to happen.
1: Even like the woman I ended up with is pretty much, like after my divorce, like pretty much from a personality standpoint, exactly what I wanted. Yeah. You made it happen. Yeah. So I guess I'm just saying that anyone, you can do that.
2: So is Maria a robot that you made and allowed? No. The lab, she would or... say that, um,
1: she would probably say I'm what she wanted. I hope yeah oh you guys are perfectly Um, sometimes perfect and cute we're not perfect but we're working on it mean
2: dinner parties
1: but I think also like getting clear to your point of like if you do we I ask you that all the time like when you go on these dates what did you enjoy about that person what feelings did you you know when you were in one of your relationships it was like every time you guys were together you had like sick anxiety Mm -hmm. I'm like this isn't This isn't, she's not bringing out in you what needs to be the feelings you need to feel. Ask yourself, how do I feel when Mm -hmm. I'm with this person? I have friendships that when I'm with them, I don't love how I feel. Yeah. So that's a sign. Yeah. But then you put all those things together and you kind of end up with what you want. Right. So it would be cool to like write that down. What do you want?
2: I think that's a good little assignment for our listeners to have. Right. And then you could submit your secret list to us. Yeah. Tell us. What would, you answer the question. What? Oh, man. I have to answer that right yeah, now. Yeah, like if you were going to manifest the woman of your dreams, what would well, she I don't be know. like? That's, would she
1: work? Would she stay home? Would she be yeah, a mother? Yeah, I totally would, she would she want be someone a... who
2: would work. Yeah, absolutely. And ha- that has their own life and their own things going on, isn't totally reliant on me super smart, financially smart, funny, the life of the party, yeah. but maybe toned down a little bit. Someone works out.
1: Oh yeah. That's kind of important to you.
2: It is. Yeah. Yeah. What about like the outdoors? I can give or take outdoors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can maybe adapt a little bit to a, like a day camping. trip. Yeah. By bedtime I'm done too. I mean, wants to sleep in the woods for more than a night I've decided I don't I mean I've done it now a few times I'm glad I
1: decided before I bought all the gear
2: But you feel like who you're with now lines up with what your ideal person. Yeah,
1: like just there's a sweetness to her that's... Yeah, sweet is key too. Yeah, like she's not a hard ass. She's not somebody who's trying to like devil's advocate all the time. She's just not, it's not in her nature. She's Mm -hmm. kind to strangers. She's baking bread for homeless people. She's just... Saint Maria. Yeah, like I like that. That's attractive to me. Totally. But I think some people would see that they wouldn't. You know, some people like a really what the word would be, but like strong, fierce. And she has those things, but
2: in a softer way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had that. And if anyone's <laughs> going to be a dick in this relationship, it's going to be me. <laughs> We've definitely proved that. That's
1: true.
2: I'm in trouble all the time. <laughs> I
1: know. It's, that is true. I'm like trying to think back when you haven't been.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I, I've been in trouble for the past.
2: Well. All right. We better wrap it up. Yep. It's been real fun. Yes. Enjoy. Bye. We love listener feedback, so if you have some, send it to us. We are on Instagram at Lesbian Chronicles. We're also on Facebook at Lesbian Chronicles and Twitter, although we don't really check that one that much, so maybe steer clear. You can also email us at Ally at gmail.com. Melissa spelled M-E-L-I-S-A and Allie, A-L-L-I. The Lesbian Chronicles.